Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo June 2021 Astrology Must Knows. June is one of the most astrologically active months of the whole year. I'm calling the theme of this month Quadruple Boom, or Quad Boom for short, and I've got a nice slideshow with 10 must-knows about what the heck the Quad Boom is and what you need to know about it. But first we're going to talk about some things specific for Virgo. Now. This month, oh, actually, before we get into that, two admin notes to help you use this video better. This is for you, whether Virgo is your sun sign, Virgo is your moon sign, Virgo is your rising sign, or if you watch for Venus or Mars or any anything else there, okay? This is a piece of your astrological picture if you have that one of those placements in Virgo. Next is that if you're a late Virgo placement, so like around September 11th through the rest of the sign, then... I also suggest that you watch my um, Libra video because those of you on the at the end there have a more complex read and you're very likely going to pick up extra pieces if you watch both um, horoscopes because you're you're kind of in a, in a middle zone there. Okay, so let's talk about this month. The first thing we need to know about this month, big must know, is that the Gemini energies are going to be very dizzying. Now these make a square for you, which is, you know, a challenging or pressure angle. And they also, um, Gemini moves in a, in a spiral, a mutable um, sign, which so is Virgo. So in some ways it flows with your energy because Virgos are always all over the place and they're just do industrious, right? Getting all of this stuff done, getting stuff on your to-do list, doing, you know, having your discipline, having your systems. And now this Gemini energy comes in and it's going to bring in way too much information, okay? You're going to be on information overload for sure. You're going to have to make some decisions and you're not going to feel ready to do it. And it's okay if you can avoid making the decisions, it's probably better to put it off till the end of June or into July or later because the fog from the Mercury retrograde and the eclipse season will start to fade in that timeline. And you are going to have more information coming in every day and that's going to be, it might seem like every day. And every time you think, okay, this piece of information means I know what I'm going to do, more information is going to come. So the more you can be the spider and just kind of sit back and watch what comes in the web, observe and wait to make your decisions, the more you might be, um, you know, feel more certain in your choice and be able to make the best uh, decisions for you. Now, if you have to make a decision in June and you're not completely sure about what to do and you know more information is coming, then try to make like a bridge arrangement or something temporary that holds over until you can get the rest of the information or something that's flexible. Flexible arrangements and agreements are fine for now. Just know that they are likely going to change as the information comes in. Now, a lot of this information um, and change for you, and in some cases, big, radical, life-changing change from the eclipses are all centered in the same area where Gemini is accentuating because the eclipse is in Gemini. So your work, career, employment, or we'll say life purpose, your your dharma, not just your vocation. Some people have a dharma and a um a life purpose that's completely different than their job or employment. And some people don't need to work and don't and are retired or for other reasons don't have to work. So like what you're doing, you know, what you're supposed to be doing, what you're uh, how you're showing up in the world, how you're using your gifts to help others in a way that's fulfilling for you. All of these things 
are what is being focused on with the Gemini movements and the eclipse. And you might find that you are at a radical crossroads where something with your work changes radically. So losing a job, gaining a new job, having a promotion, having a boss or somebody else of note leave your work, starting a new business, um, ending a business, just it's very, 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 very busy there for you. Okay, so um, also on the topic of the eclipses, I recommend that you watch my Eclipses in Gemini video. I've made a whole eclipse series because astrology is complex, we're complex, and it's very difficult to do justice to the many factors that are affecting any given month by just summarizing in one video. So if you're a person like me that likes to go way into details and get all kinds of yummy um, layers of, of the truth rather than just a superficial um, listing, then you will love all of these different resources that I'm going to refer you to to enhance your knowledge of this month for yourself. Okay, so if you look on my homepage, Annie Botticelli on YouTube, or you can search organically for Annie Botticelli Eclipses in Gemini, that will give you a great understanding of all the ways I've seen this type of energy manifest. And this will be true for all Virgo placements. Then I also suggest you watch my Eclipses in Capricorn video because this is the 10th house. And from a whole house astrology perspective, you are all going to have potentials to have the eclipse in your 10th house of Capricorn. So the Eclipses in Capricorn video will cover that. Now, if you are a person whose birthday is around September 5th, we'll even say September 3rd or so through the rest of the sign, or your degrees are like, 13 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I also suggest you watch my Eclipses in Sagittarius video. And actually, all Virgos would, would do well to watch the Eclipses in Sagittarius video because the Eclipse in Sagittarius in May is still going to have effects in this month. It's just those of you like in the 13 degrees or later or September 3rd-ish or later are going to have double duty on um, Eclipse and Sag uh, manifestations because the house is aspected in your chart from the Gemini Eclipse, and then the sign is aspected for everybody from the Sagittarius Eclipse, okay? So those are different layers you can look at there. Now, as Mars gets into the 12th house, which is going to start happening, especially for those of you who are August born, those of you who are September born are going to be feeling this as June progresses or into July, but somewhere in the June-July timeframe, you'll all be feeling this. Mars activating your 12th house. Now, this can make your intuition really, really, really sharp. Okay, so you want to pay extra attention to dreams, extra attention to synchronicities. Like if you say something and then all of a sudden a song comes on with the same words or you're trying to make a decision and a, a message comes through a song or a truck passes by that says, get moving or, you know, something like that. <clears throat> it, it's going to be, the synchronicities are going to be very, very, very strong at this time. If you have to make a decision, you don't have all the information, just know that more clarity is likely to come towards the end of June into July. So if you have to put off making the decision, then don't feel bad about it because there'll be more oomph for whatever you decide. And these synchronicities can help to move you along the path of how to handle all of the information and opportunities that are coming to you. Okay, so Jupiter is going retrograde. I'll talk more about that in the quad boom, but... Um, it's been accentuating your sixth house. Now we are in a strange time now because with Saturn and Jupiter being close-ish together, 
you've been having Saturn affecting your sixth house, which is the planet of restriction and lessons and some kind and sometimes problems affecting your house of health, your house of pets, your house of your daily routine, your, your office dynamics, your daily experience. So you've been having Saturn working there, trying to make you more responsible in areas that you haven't been or more disciplined, or trying to show you where being too disciplined and working too hard could be causing stress and health issues for you. While Jupiter was also there, possibly making you more busy, possibly bringing um, more healing to you. So Jupiter is this expansive force and Saturn is this restrictive force and they've been at work in your sixth house. Now Jupiter is going to go retrograde. So some things that you've been working on might seem to fall into the backdrop. Things might've been growing and expanding and then all of a sudden seem to fizzle out. If that happens, don't worry. Probably what's going on is that Jupiter is showing you that you've overextended yourself in those areas and you've got to rein some of it in and get super focused on the, the bare necessities that are the groundwork for the things that you're trying to create in those areas, okay? So, um, so Jupiter's not forsaking you, just sometimes the gifts can be a little bit less evident in retrograde, but it's really working in the backdrop. And sometimes when Jupiter's in retrograde, we can see blessings from things we worked on in the past start to show up with more ease and grace um, in magical ways. So let's hope that that happens. Okay, so I also suggest that you watch my Jupiter in Aquarius for Virgo video because that will tell you the storyline for all of 2021 about um, Jupiter's movement. Now, even though we're going to have Jupiter pop into Pisces, that's a very short-lived thing here. So the predominance of the storyline for you um, will be outlined in that video. So you can find that on my Annie Botticelli YouTube homepage, Jupiter and Aquarius for Virgo, or you can organically look for Jupiter and Aquarius for Virgo to get the story of what Jupiter has been doing and what you might see from his work there. Now, if you want a write-up of all of the notable aspects of the month, neatly organized with all of the sweet and salty dates listed, what the aspects might bring, and a write-up summary of the month ahead, delivered into your inbox one month early, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter, where you will receive that, plus other goodies, including my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine for free. If you've been wanting to do inner work and get through tough patterns, that 28-day virtual coaching program that you get for free will really help you with that. Okay, so now, what is the quad boom? Let's talk more about that, and I'll give you 10 more must-knows to help master the energies of this very, very astrologically active month. Okay, so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus, and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season. And this season basically started May 15th when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. The actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd. And the post-shadow period runs until July 7th. 
So during this time, the biggest must know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways, but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, it definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that those plans may be called into question or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May, and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must-know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must-know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must-know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with and you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream and dare to believe that things can really change while at the same time being willing and vigilant looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde now, there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are reemerging is very relevant. So the must know here is that there, if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking. And people and places even, going back to old places you've been, can hold keys to your 
highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why the combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about where the spider has made its web during the more active times and now in the eclipse and retrograde time you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web rather than actively trying to make more webs or um, you know do anything other than sort of watch observe take in you are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about um, what you're going to do with the decisions you know that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so Saturn and Uranus square, this is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February, the second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world global levels down to the individual levels, you know, weather and earth changes and political changes and changes to our systems and our structures and every aspect of our lives down from, you know, the global down to the individual, um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a, a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn Square Uranus video, YouTube, Annie Botticelli, it will come up and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment, knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn, Uranus, square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that, that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, 
wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop, backdrop in many cases, where it's not as out there and it's more closer in and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam, but just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your, um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself, this is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus and Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the uh, lymphatics of our body and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be, be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or, um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.